a little bit of bonus content from the upfront hour of the Plex Live. The show was recorded Sunday, April 7th, 2019. We were joined by Chance from Punk Journalism, a super cool guy. I encourage you to check out all his stuff at punk-journalism.com. And remember, there's always time during the upfront hour for content creators to jump on the Discord and tell our audience and us about what you're up to. Just join our chat at discord.me slash echoplex. All right, so we have uh, we have Chancy Pants from the Discord joining us. What's up? What's up? Hey, can you guys hear me okay? Dude, you sound fine. What's up? What's up? You're just on your phone? Yeah, yeah. Uh, is this Dave? Yeah, this is this is the, you've reached the Plex podcast. Yeah, this is Chance with Punk Journalism. Fuck yeah! Hey, can you tell everybody like a little bit about where to find you and what uh, Punk Journalism is about before uh, before you before we talk about why yeah. I was like, hey, you need to come on. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, Punk Journalism, you can it's my podcast. You can find it at punk-journalism.com. And there's links to all of our social media there as well, so you can connect with us there. Uh, basically, the podcast, I started it, uh, it's, I guess, back last August or so. So it's still kind of gaining some traction still. But the point of it is, is questioning everything. That's our motto. And just like with the punk ethos is uh, questioning the status quo. Uh, going against the grain, not necessarily for the sake of going against the grain, but just to make sure that we're doing our dil- due diligence and and uh, yeah, just making sure that you know we, we're calling out bullshit as we as we see it. So nice, yeah, that, that sounds is, awful uh, familiar. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so so kind of the idea, you know, like I said, with the punk mentality, is that sometimes your your opinions aren't going to be the most popular opinions, and uh, that's sort of been a, a theme of whatever topic we discuss we always seem to piss off just about everybody good and um but uh, i think at the same time i mean that's not intentional it's just to kind of raise questions and get people thinking and more than anything to get people use using critical thought and, if you're and, pissing people off unintentionally that means you're doing it right I, yeah that's a good way to put it <laughs> well uh welcome to this this hive mind of the plex i'm sure you're against the hive mind no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> the difference between the difference, like what you said, the difference is we're specifically and intentionally like trying to get the attention in the ire of uh, certain public figures. We'll call them conspiracy celebrities at all times. Okay. All right. But uh, yeah. the, the episode that I, that I like that you did and I, we ended up talking to a crazy person in a podcast group who would have thought, <laughs> right. How's that possible? You did an, you did an episode <laughs> about um, conspiracy theories and it, it, I, you know, I watched it and one of the things you said, it was like possibly the most, you said something about it being like one of the most destructive hobbies that you could choose or one of the, I don't remember exactly what you said, but I was like, whoa. Yeah. So in my, so I guess in my experience and the research that I did for the podcast is basically the way that I put it is I think that most media outlets, as far as news and information or infotainment rather is concerned is that every most things are sensationalized blown out of proportion and made you know to seem a lot more extravagant than they really are because that's the best way to gain ratings and viewers especially in an era now where we're just inundated with news and information everywhere we turn we can't get away from it um when you have 24-hour news channels that rely on a a constant cycle of 24 hours of quote-unquote news you have to fill that cycle with something 
And, you, you know, like I said, things, if it's a slow news day, you got to find something to fill that with. And I think that the conspiracy theory movement that's been popular the last several years now with Alex Jones and others, I think that that is, is an, sort of an extreme case scenario of what we've been seeing for, you know, maybe a decade and a half. Um, and it being something that really plays into people's fears and paranoias, and it, it panders to that, and it panders to people that that really uh, get sucked into that sort of a narrative. And I think that it's exploitative. I don't think that it's um, ethical at all. And the thing is, is it's like, can you really blame the media outlets because they're just they're they're just trying to make their money, and they know that there's a demographic of people that they can they can exploit for that. Uh, and there's definitely a responsibility of the viewer to make sure that they, you know, they're not being victim of that. Um, but I, I really, you know, I, I understand and I definitely acknowledge that the reason that this movement has traction is because there are conspiracies that have been proven to be true, like MK Ultra and Watergate is the, probably the biggest one. Um, but you know, like I stated in, in the episode that you're referencing, um, by and large, the truth is, is pretty boring. And I think that people become bored, disenchanted with their lives sometimes, and they look for a means to spice it up and make it seem more interesting than than it needs to be. And, like then uh, that's the whole uh, they're on the, in on the big secret fucking shtick where it's yeah, like yeah i have the information and only i know the fucking like alex jones does or yeah or, right yeah. yeah yeah and um and that's something that i've i've noticed too is like i was uh oh, i can't remember what what i was even i think it was a blog that i wrote and i had um reference trump in it or something and a friend of mine who's who gets really really he's fallen down the spiral quite a bit he's uh he's like you know well on the surface i could definitely understand why you think trump might be you know a foul president or a bad person or whatever but if i think he's doing if he's doing what i think he's doing he might be the best president that we've ever had is this guy a QAnon believer because that's sort of the narrative of QAnon. I've never heard of that. Oh, you know what? It, you know what? Don't even don't even do it. <laughs> <laughs> don't even read the article that we put on our website. Don't, I think there's two or three articles on our web. Don't read well, any of them. Where's that that article? No, don't read. Don't if if you don't know what QAnon is, like it's it's if, better for you. Like like the world's a better place when conspiracy theories are just like chemtrails in the flat Earth, and they're just it's you know just that's like nine eleven truth. It's it's just such a nicer world. It's the good old days of of uh, you know. The harmless endies or stupidity. <laughs> I was trying to help no, you plug your website, but <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. This is my show. This is the, the show okay. exists to plug the website. <laughs> so, hey, man, where, where? Uh, I think uh, Matt was asking, historian Matt was asking, where sure. can people find the blog that you mentioned? So, okay, so the are you referencing the episode that we recorded before? No, you mentioned that you wrote something in a blog about Trump, and then one of your conspiracy-minded oh, yeah, yeah. friends asked. Um, so that didn't even have to do with anything conspiracy related. This was actually the first thing that I wrote for the podcast or for the bl podcast slash blog punk journalism. Um, and it had to do with, and I'm actually kind of glad you brought this up cause it kind of paints a picture of the podcast. Um, it had to do with, um, I don't, are you guys familiar with the, uh, the, the punk band social distortion? Yes. Mike Ness is the front man. Yes. Oh, God, and yes. I'm a huge fan and I have been for half my life now since I was in high school. Uh, <clears throat> 
but this last summer there was an incident where and i saw them on tour and mike ness he uh, he started off one song that they've been singing for years about how he wrote the song in the early 90s and he wrote it because he saw a lot of hatred and bigotry at that at that time and he said you know with a president like donald trump i think that this song is is, is even more relevant now today and you know that is whatever you you know want to take that as whatever your political leanings as that's just his opinion you know and um so that that's what it was is whatever um and i happen to you know i i agree with him and i think that he makes a good point but uh a couple weeks after i saw him they were playing a show in california and there was a uh, a guy in the crowd and i i'm i'm guessing that ness made the same impassioned uh, statement about this song and there was a guy in the crowd that obviously disagreed with him and for two song, songs straight he had his middle finger up in the air and uh so mike ness finished the song and he went down he came he came off the stage and beat the shit out of this kid <laughs> and that's i've heard a couple of those stories it, it oh man and so so the 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 point that i tried to make was while i agree with mike ness i think that he only hurt that cause because um yeah the kid was being an idiot a jackass by going to a show where the guy is you know pretty infamous about his political leanings and you know like you he should have known what he was getting himself into but at the same time it's like if you want to make a stance against authoritarianism don't go around hitting people that you don't agree with right well, i feel like there's a i feel like there's a difference like i'm not glad that the guy uh, mike ness from social distortion went down and punched that guy but i'm not like too terribly upset that that someone of that persuasion got punched like there's i feel like i don't know if that makes sense it's a dichotomy <laughs> yeah yeah I, and i get that and I totally it's like understand. not being sad that someone was dead but or not being sad that someone's dead because you thought they were kind of slimy but not wishing death upon them while they're alive you know yeah because that'll be bad karma i, I guess uh, karma. Where, the point that i was trying to make was the guy probably got what he was what was coming to him if like somebody's is flipping you off for you know for any amount of time you're gonna you're kind of asking you to get your ass kicked but at the same time i felt like mike ness could have taken a higher ground and been a bigger person and been like hey man what, what's your fucking problem like if you if you don't like what i'm my, my i'm saying then you can leave and he could have made an ass out of the guy just by using his words instead of using his fists justin bieber's <laughs> been straight up hit with fucking water bottles and shit he doesn't go down and kick somebody's ass he's just yeah. like whoa shit that was close and then fucking yeah. goes on about his business i don't think it's a good idea as like a public figure to like as part of your act to get into a fight it's like right. just yeah. bad it's, it's just bad business even so in a nutshell what had happened with that is i um I wrote this blog and then I, I advertised it in a bunch of, uh, you know, all, all, all sorts of forums. And I got just about equal amounts of people calling me a Nazi sympathizer because I, I said that Mike Ness went about this the wrong way. And then, and then, and then on the other side, I had people saying like, well, what's so bad about Trump? What's your problem with Donald Trump? And it's like, you know, like there's, there was like very few people in the middle ground, any sort of gray area of, you know, yeah, I can see where you're coming from. It was just, and that's that's what I think is a problem that I'd like to address with this podcast is just the the terrible polarization that we're experiencing um, in our culture. Well, and, and it's, that, it's, I think it's, was a, a great example of it. And, and in that case, it's an entirely different thing if like the rest of the crowd just throws the guy out of the fucking venue or whatever. But for the guy who's on stage with the lights on him, the person everybody knows, the headlining band to do that, the person I think that everybody that, paid to come see fucking right, sing. Right. I don't. I yeah, think. I think right. like. I think like, like there's. 
like you're at work i think it's just like completely like unprofessional to go beat up somebody like in the audience i mean there might be a there might be a case in which it is completely professional to do so but the the i know the situation you're talking about and it wasn't there was there was another one where it was just some random fucking punk band and like some fucking people were like yelling about the proud boys and then that guy beat them up but the video was so bad you kind of don't know what happened you just had to take the person's word for it who posted it and that's completely different i'm for that yeah right yeah and i guess um just the way that i see it is hypocritical is like if it's an ant like sort of an antifa argument that mike ness was was combating a fascist statement well in in that context in that setting mike ness was was the authority figure in that room because you know like everybody's basically worshiping the ground he walks on he could have told everybody to kill that guy and they probably would have well in the point of view the point of view of antifa is to stop the rise of fascism and like one guy flipping off the fucking singer of social d is not like rising fascism (laughs) yeah that's that's actually kind of punk if you ask me yeah 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 i like donald trump fuck you punk like right I don't know. Maybe the guy. Maybe the guy was just having a bad day, or maybe the guy's gone full like hashtag resistance on Twitter and oh. like is, is is just like is wearing a Mueller time T shirt and he's lost his mind. I mean, <laughs> he's got, well, he's yeah, got an I FBR hope, uh, party scheduled. Yeah, he's. <laughs> I, I, we didn't get too far afield from your from the original conspiracy theory topic, but oh no, you you're fine. You're good. I, I I like I like look forward to hearing more of your show and seeing more of your show on YouTube. I like the other two folks that are on your show too. Uh, let them know if they're ever bored on a Sunday night. We'd be happy to have them remote in yeah. and uh, talk about the yeah, show a little absolutely. bit too. I don't know if those. I, yeah, I don't know if those are your two regular co-hosts or if they were. Uh, if you well, have a rotating I'm, thing because we have a rotation. I, here. It's 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 yeah. It's more or less a rotating thing. I would love to have somebody that is it would you know be as as passionate about this as I am that would would want to partner with me but as of right now i i kind of depend on i'm at the mercy of other people's schedules to help me out when they're so kind to do so and those guys are great i love talking to those guys so i wake up every sunday morning prepared to do this show by myself if nobody shows up at 7 p.m (laughs) yeah yeah that's gotta do what you gotta do I mean, it depends on what you put on the docket, too. You're like, everybody may leave by halfway through. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> the show by myself, the problem would be is that I don't have enough hands. There's too many computers here and shit. There's, there's a lot going on in this studio. Did you know that, like, while you're calling, while you're talking to us on Discord, if somebody called us on the phone, you could talk to them and we could all just leave? <laughs> no kidding. And then, so then it would be my show. I'd take it over. And it would sound better than most people's uh, recorded and released and mastered fucking uh, shows. Well, this is a cool app. I didn't. I had no prior knowledge of this at all. But. Hey, as your community grows, you might want to think about doing a Discord server for people, just so that there's a yeah. place they can hang out. And then, if you do interviews too, everybody has Discord in the audio. If you, in case you didn't notice, the audio is pretty good. Yeah, that's rad. That's really good. Hey, you sound really yeah. good here, and you're just on your phone. Yeah. 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 But, um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, it was, you know, I've enjoyed, um, our interactions online and you coming to my rescue a few times and <laughs> you didn't need any rescuing. What you needed is you're like, you're like nicer than we are. Like <laughs> we've, been, we, we've gone, we've gone from skeptics to full on cynics. And so now we're yeah. just like, it's time for everybody to get the air let out of their tires. Everybody just needs to be just fucking taken down a notch yeah. here and there. Well, you know, and it's, it's, it's hard to be sometimes just because, uh, I think, I think the problem right now, like I kind of mentioned previously is that nobody wants to have any sort of constructive conversation anymore because everybody's so quick to, to take defense on whatever, you know, even if you play devil's advocate on a position, like you're automatically demonized as the other. 
And so, right. and, and I guess that's what I'm trying to challenge myself to do is like, I, I don't want to jump so quickly to just being in attack mode all the time. And, uh, and I think that that's, that's the unfortunate position that most of our country's in right now. It's like the opposite of me. Like I'm trying to find like extracurricular fucking groups that I can go sharpen my fucking teeth on. So when I come back <laughs> to the end of the real fight that I'm in the middle of, I'm like ruthless. Well, see, that's the thing yeah. too, is like, I, I'm very much about dialogue and talking to the other person and uh, you know, that sort of thing. But it's, it's just kind of interesting that, uh, people, you know, I grew up, my, my dad was a Republican. I ended up being very liberal, but he was a sane Republican. Um, you're not going to find too many people who think their dad are insane but if somebody tells you their dad's insane you should probably believe them yeah absolutely the interesting thing with that too is that my dad hated Donald Trump like oh, uh, well, of course oh he used to throw a uh, shoe at the TV every time he was on and he died uh, like 19 years ago but if he was alive today <laughs> he'd so, be turning around his grave pardon me everyone hey Chance thanks for remoting in and uh, where, what's your website again you got to like always be promoting Sure. Yeah, it's punk-journalism.com. And uh, if you want to look up any of our social media, it's uh, facebook.com slash punk journalism, instagram.com slash punk journalism, twitter.com slash punk journalism. And uh, I got all the MP3s loaded up on SoundCloud and I'm just worried or I'm uh, working on converting that over to iTunes right now. If you need any help, we got you. Awesome. We might like aggressively try to switch you to Linux, but you probably need that anyway, (laughs) because there's nothing more punk rock than open source. That's right. Hey man, thanks for joining us. Uh, this was uh, that was Chance from uh, Punk Journalism. I really, really liked his show about conspiracy theory. We're gonna keep the music rolling here. I got a reconstruction by Curious Quail. In one voice, now we sing. Even though we number few We were forsaken And not to fear We have a love from our mistakes We'll fall apart We have a love from our mistakes We'll fall apart Fall apart You are the love 
Can you feel it? Can you feel it? In your bones, are we giving up? Can you feel that? Can you feel that? Can you feel that? Can you feel that?